Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. All right, guys, we have a super fun episode today all about organic growth on Instagram. But before we get started on talking about Instagram, I just want to remind you that down below in the show notes, I have a link to get on our email list. This email list is specifically for the podcast. Every Wednesday when a new podcast goes live, you'll get an email and you'll get um, the summary of the episode. And at the bottom, you'll get some action steps that you can start taking immediately um, to grow your business or your life or your mindset or whatever it is that we're talking about that week. So it's really important because I don't want you to just listen to these episodes and feel like, oh, that was really awesome. I'm going to, you know, do this sometime. I want you to immediately be able to take action and apply these things in your life and business. So get on that email list. It's down below. And I really just want to see you start taking action and using these things in your life and business. So today we're going to talk about Instagram and we're going to talk about growing organically. So starting from zero is hard. I've done it several times. I have several different Instagram accounts and you always have to start at zero. No one starts at 10K or 50K. You know, they start from zero. And my approach to growth is actually very organic. I don't do ads. Not that I'm saying ads are bad and I know that I eventually will do ads for different purposes, but not as far as getting clients in my business. Um, My ads would be more for the education side of things if I did start doing ads. Um, I don't use hashtags anymore. Um, That's a long story, but basically I got shadow banned a couple years ago um, for using hashtags. um, And then I realized I don't need hashtags. And now I just, I just don't, I just don't think the growth I get from hashtags, if I'm hashtagging, you know, like photographer or Utah photographer, the only other people that are looking at that hashtag usually are other photographers. Um, and I don't know, it's just, it's not, I've never booked a client from a hashtag, not saying you can't, but for me, it just isn't super important in my business. Now, if I was selling product, um, maybe it would be more important. Like for example, if I'm looking for a baby brand, maybe I'll look at the hashtag baby brand. Um, But really, organically popping up on that explore page or being shouted out by someone else or, um, you know, being tagged in someone else's photos, collaborating with another baby brand I'm already following, all of those ways are more guaranteed to get followers that are going to buy and turn into customers because there's that um, extra level of um, like word of mouth or like uh, credibility from that referral versus a hashtag where you just kind of can scroll past it. Um, and there's no, nothing pulling you to that. And also never, ever use bots or any of those automated things. Um, honestly, it just looks pretty bad. Um, I have a couple of friends who follow me on Instagram, um, who I follow on Instagram, who I noticed the other day are following all of my aunts, all my friends from high school, um, you know, random childhood friends that live across the world for me. And I didn't grow up here in Utah. So when someone in my city here in in Utah is now following all of my childhood friends in Washington, it looks pretty bad. And it's because they're using bots or the unfollow follow thing where they're following all the people that follow me in hopes to get people to follow them. 
And really, it, first of all, it doesn't work because do you think my childhood friend from second grade who lives across the world is going to hire that person? No. And in addition, it looks really bad and really just uh, slimy. I hate to say it, but it looks slimy. And a lot of people have used that method before. And honestly, it, it rubs me the wrong way when I see I feel really used. And I'm sure anyone else who you're doing that to, anyone else's list that you're going to and following all the people that follow them um, feels used too. Because, you know, these are my friends, my family, my my father-in-law gets requests almost every day. I don't tag him in anything. He gets requests almost every day from photographers. And I know it's just photographers doing the follow and follow thing, which is so lame, guys. So we're going to talk about organic growth on Instagram. Um, no ads, no hashtags, no bots. I'm not saying ads and hashtags are bad. I want to re- repeat that because if you have a hashtag system that works for you already, just keep up with it. But today we're going to talk about organic growth that doesn't need any of those those things. So we're going to talk about 10 ways to grow in no particular order, just 10 important things that you can do every day to grow your business. So the first one, which I have a whole podcast episode about, is being consistent and showing up daily. I'm actually um, teaching a class this week and I haven't really come up with a subject yet. And this is kind of where this, this Instagram topic has come from because um, I I asked for a list of everyone who's participating in this class. I asked for their Instagrams and I went into each of their Instagrams and there's, you know, over a dozen um, business owners on here. And guys, like some of their last posts were from July. And the topic they asked me to speak on is getting sales up in January because we're going into a slower season right after the holidays. And how are we going to get our sales back up? And I'm like, if you guys haven't posted in July, you know, how are your sales even going well now? You know, and I just think it's crazy. This is the easiest thing you can do is to be consistent and show up daily. It's all you have to do is is show up. You don't even have to be super profound. You don't have to have the best quit pictures in the world. If you show up daily, you're going to get to the next place because you're moving. If you're not moving, if you're not posting, if you're not sharing, if you're not talking about your business, it's going to stay stuck. I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in in just taking movement, like making movement and taking steps into the next direction and then doors will be open for you. But if you haven't posted since July or if you posted nine times in the last year, you're not moving. You're not taking steps. You're not showing up. You're not being consistent. People don't even know what you're selling. And when you do sell, it's going to be really inauthentic because it's like you abandon them for six months and then you're going to post, 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 post. I have all this stuff for sale. And then you're going to abandon them again for six months. And nobody wants to follow someone that's just selling stuff. So if you're showing up daily and you're you're being personal or you're you're showing what you sell every day or it doesn't even matter what you do guys we'll talk about things you can share and whatever but the most important thing is that you are sharing daily that you're showing up you're being consistent you're posting every single day maybe it's every single weekday if that's what works so 5 days a week and you're posting on stories every single day um I'm working for a brand um right now and we're doing their social social media. And our formula is we post Monday through Friday, once a day in the morning. And then we do nine stories every single day. And that's just to keep their activity level up. They weren't doing any stories. They were they had like 10K followers and they were getting five likes. And the reason they were not getting any engagement is because they were 
barely showing up. And the algorithm isn't going to reward you if you show up every once in a while and make a post. Um, If you're posting every single day and getting engagement and posting on stories and using the app, you're going to grow more. You're going to get more engagement. So that's the first one. Be consistent and show up daily. The second one is you need to focus on who is following you, not who is not following you. Okay. So think about how many clients you truly need each year. Now, for service-based business, the number is going to be a lot smaller than product because obviously with a product-based business, it's a little bit more uncapped as long as you can keep up with inventory. But with a service-based business, all you need is maybe 100 clients or 50 clients or 200 clients. So you don't need 10,000 followers to have 200 clients. You only need 200 awesome, loyal followers. And if you're showing up for them daily and you're giving them valuable information and reasons to book you and you're marketing to them, you're going to, first of all, fill up your calendar with paid clients. And second of all, you're going to attract more clients that are willing to pay because you're already um, providing content and um, photos and captions and um just everything that resonates with the people that you know are actually going to be loyal and buy from you. And, and yeah, anyways, so for example, um, I could focus all the time, like on giveaways and on, um, uh, just trying to get my followers up and going onto other people's pages and doing the comments on their last five posts to get them to notice me or, um, you know, commenting on all their stuff so that they'll come over and follow me. Or I can invest that same amount of time and follow the people that follow me that I know are going to be my clients that are going to invest in a photo session with me or a mentor session with me and really get to know them and know what they need, know how I can serve them better, offer them value like what to wear for family pictures or how to prepare for a mentor session or um, even stuff like this. You know, this Instagram teaching people how to use Instagram. Like I coach people who find me from just these simple posts about how to grow on Instagram. Um, so anyways, we'd have to stop focusing on who's not following us, um, how many people aren't following us versus, you know, our little following and focus, even if there's only 10 people right now following you, we have to focus on them first, providing value to them, um, showing up for them and reaching out to them, commenting on their stuff, investing in them and the return will come back. I promise. Number three be authentic and use original content. So going back to those those 12 people or 15 people that I was scrolling through their feeds in preparation for this talk I'm giving this week, um, these most 90% of the 12 um, were using unoriginal content. They were reposting graphics from Pinterest. They were posting, if they were in an MLM company, they were just posting the company's sales graphics. Um, and pictures that other people have um, created, or they were using the same photos from like the last year consistently. Every time they needed to post about a sale, they'd use the same photo. So their feeds were very unoriginal. And if as an outsider looking in, I'd be like, why would I want to follow this account? I could just follow any other person that sells this makeup or that sells this lotion because it literally is the exact same content. There's nothing pulling me here that's original and that's authentic. And all I see is sale this Black Friday or um, sale coming up this weekend or get three for two on this deal, Um, you know, and I could just, you know, 
be on Facebook and have ads pop up. It's the same thing. Basically, they're all of their Instagrams. I'm not even kidding you. 90% of their Instagrams were just ads, sale posts, and reposts from other accounts. There was nothing that made them stand apart as business owners, um, as people. Like, seriously, it was crazy. That is the simplest thing you can do is just to be authentic and use original content. So let's talk about an example of this. So I have talked before, I am a mascara artist. um, And obviously I'm a little more inactive. I still get paychecks because I still have a team under me and I still have um, customers, but I'm, I'm kind of pretty much inactive right now. I have about a million things going on. But, um, I, when I first started this business, it was very wildly successful. And I actually attribute that to being authentic when I started this business, because there are thousands of mascara artists and the company is giving us photos to post. They're giving us marketing stuff. They're giving us all this stuff. And everyone's just using that. I never used the company's images. And obviously, I'm a photographer, so I have that benefit. But instead, I would take selfies. I would take pictures of the clients after I did makeup of them. I would take pictures of my own makeup. I would take pictures of my old makeup bag versus my new makeup bag. And I would make my own content, which was, first of all, more interesting because it's fresh new content that no one's ever seen before. They maybe, pretty much everyone knows someone in an MLM business, right? But you also know five other people in that same business. So if you're following all five of them, what are you getting different if they're all just posting the company's stuff? So um, even if you're not in an MLM business, this is happening with Pinterest graphics. Like if you're reposting a quote that someone else has also made, why not instead you go take that into Canva and you make your own graphic. You can still attribute the original um, author of the quote. But that's all that these people are doing is taking quotes and turning them into cute graphics that match their brand. And instead of doing that, we're just reposting those cute graphics that match other people's brands and we're not pulling them in and making them our own. So you can do this with graphics. You can do this with photos. You can do this with, um, you know, everything. Um, you have to be authentic and be original in your content. And along with being authentic, it's more than just um, being authentic in the photos you use and the captions you write and the graphics you use. Um, It's just being yourself, truly yourself, because people don't want another just cookie cutter, um, you know, very surface level person to follow. They're looking for connection. And the more we are authentic, the more we can connect with people that are like us, that are attracted to us, or that don't like us. And we don't want those people as our clients if they are not going to resonate with who we are, what we believe in, um, what we offer. So it's really important to be yourself. I actually have an entire podcast episode on this as well um, that's called um, Being Personal is Not About Showing Your Stretch Marks Online. So I would I would suggest looking up the one about being consistent and showing up daily, which is my number one secret to success, I think is what it's called. And number three, and this one, Be Authentic, um, looking up that podcast and just seeing um, how you can be, how you can be more personal online. And that seriously, that entire podcast will be huge for you if you have, if you struggle with being authentic or, or knowing how to be yourself online. Okay. Number four, encourage your clients to share. So there's lots of different types of businesses I'm speaking to. Obviously I'm in the service-based business, but there's also like product-based businesses, MLM. So 
Um, when we're encouraging our clients to share, it's going to look different for each of us. But for me in the photography world, in the email I sent them, I say like, here's your gallery. We love to see these pictures online. So when you share, please tag us so we can see which ones you love the most or something like that. Um, when I was in mascara, um, I would do different contests for people that would send, share or send selfies. Cause it was a little bit more vulnerable to, to show a selfie. Um, I would enter them into a drawing or I would give them a little bonus gift, um, which was probably like a little sheet face mask or something that's like a dollar. Um, but people are, are all about that. In the product world, I feel like it's a little bit easier because we're buying something because we love it. And then we're sharing it because we love it. And I don't know, for me, it comes natural to share things that I love. Like if I buy from a small shop and I love it, I really want to shout them out. And I think a lot of people are like that. But maybe some people need a little bit more push. I've seen um, in in packages um, little cards at the top like tag us in um, Ruby Claire Boutique when you post this or or when you try this on or um, things like that so that people know that they can share or that sh- they should share and then encouraging them to share by reposting their stuff when they share. People love to get shouted out. So when someone sh- shares obviously. I'm going to share on my story. I'm going to talk about how they're sharing it, how good they looked, reiterate, validate, all that kind of stuff. Um, And that kind of goes along with number five, which is if they're not going to share, you can share about their experience and tag them. Um, So let me give you some examples of that. So um, Kylie on commercial. That is kind of the commercial side of my photography business, which is the main side. But my Instagram on there um, is, has only, I think, 2,000 followers on it. I started it last June. Um, my main account has 22,000 followers, but my commercial account, account, even from day one with zero followers, was getting bookings, has got bookings basically every week because, um, it's a niche account. Um, it's very specific and it's kind of more of my portfolio of my commercial work. So I have this Kylie and commercial account over there. Most of my clients for Kylie and Commercial do not tag me in their photos because um, the reason being that they're not using, like, it's not like a family session or a wedding pictures where they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for capturing this day. It's like, this is business. We have to share these photos for marketing. We don't need to tag you because we have to tag the product and the other things we're collaborating with. And it's just not a priority for them to shout me out, which is fine. And I'm not asking for it and I'm not expecting it because commercial is a whole different world. And I'm not expecting anyone who pays me to tag me because they paid for these pictures. They're their pictures. They don't have to tag me. Um, and I think we kind of need to get that in our minds because I think a lot of people are like, they didn't even tag me. And you know what? Like if they want to tag you, they can tag you. And if you encourage them to tag you, they might. But no one should have to tag you if they've paid for these photos or if they paid for your service. Like they don't have to do that. So Back to my example. So I have this Kylie Ann commercial page and obviously these people aren't tagging me. So anytime that they're sharing pictures that I've taken, not at any time because it's every day that they're sharing photos I've taken, but I'll share that photo to my story and be like, I loved working with me baby on this holiday shoot and I'll tag them. If I'm sharing my work on my page, I'm tagging whoever brand, whoever's brand I'm working for. So for example, if I'm posting a Maybe Baby photo, I'm going to tag them and then my photo is going to show up in their tagged images. And a lot of people will search through the tagged images to see who the photographer was and then they'll come over and they'll work with me because they see that I work with them. 
Um, and then I always post sneak peeks onto my stories because people are really excited about sneak peeks and they love to share them because it's the first look that they have at their photos and they don't have all of the photos. So it's something that they want to share with their family and friends and all that. Um, and the other thing is gushing about your clients. So I'm obviously giving you examples as a photographer, but let me give you a few other examples as well. So um, my nail girl, every time I get my nails done, she will take a photo of my nails and then from like multiple angles and then post them. And she'll think, say things like, oh my gosh, look at the color she chose. Or this girl is such a bad A in business, go follow her. Or um, like, look at the, desi the design she found. It's so amazing. Or look how amazing her nail beds are, whatever it is. Like, obviously, it's different for each client that she does. And she gushes about them. And then, of course, that person is wanting to share, first of all, their nails, but they're maybe not normally going to post their nails on their feed, but they'll share her post um, because she talked all about the nails and it's not something, obviously, in my business. My business is not nails, so I don't know all the things. But I'm like, oh my gosh, look at my nails. Look how I did she good. Swipe through and see the before and afters, which... If you think about it, are you going to post the before and after of your nails? Not usually. You know, sometimes I did, but she would always. And I'm going to share that because I love my nails and I love how they turn out, but it's just not my priority. But if she's going to share them, then I have this content to share as well. So make it easy for our clients to share, tag them in posts, post sneak peeks, gush about them, gush about the service you offered them. And they're going to be more willing to share that instead of making the post, you know, on their own. So number six is we need to provide value when we post. So earlier I was kind of talking about this thing where, you know, all, everyone was only posting sales, 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 sales. What's going to make you follow something that's just ads and sales and commercials? Like it's like watching a TV show. Do you want to watch like an engaging, entertaining, um, just like really involved TV show that makes you think and feel or do you want to watch commercials for a million years straight? And that's why commercials are so little in in a big movie is because if it was more commercials, we'd turn it off because we don't want, we want a compelling story. We want um, to feel, we want to think. And that's what we need to do on Instagram as well. We need to make people feel, think, provide value for them, how to's, what to expect, how to prepare, um, all those different types of of things. Provide value that people have a reason to follow you and they want to follow you and they're they're gaining from following you. They're learning from following you. They're feeling from following you. And back to that other um, podcast that I did about being personal, um, I have more examples in there and also in my um, blogging one. There's lots of examples in that one as well. So there's lots of other podcasts where you can get really good examples of um, providing value and being authentic and showing up. But for now, I just want to give you an overview of all of them. Um, number seven, this is an obvious one, but if you want to grow more on Instagram, you need to better your skill. Um, you you can't just stay shooting or um, whatever it is that you do in your business because I'm not, I think a small percentage of people who are listening are photographers. Um, better at nails, better at hair, better at energy work better at um, photography or not just better at your skill, but kind of like creating new products or innovating or adding new products. If you're just going to sell the same t-shirt for 10 years, no one's going to keep following you for that. You have to release new products, um, expand, offer new things. 
So better your skill, offer new things, expand, grow, all those things. If you want to stay stagnant, then you need to just do exactly what you're doing right now. But if you want to grow, you can evolve and add new things to your business, um, add new skills, add new services, and all of that. Okay, number eight, use quality pictures and captions. A lot of what I see is iPhone pictures that are unedited, um, blurry, dark, shot in really bad light. And I'm not saying you need to hire a brand photographer for all of your stuff. In fact, I don't think you should, um, depending on what kind of business you are. I think having iPhone behind the scenes and real life and selfies and all that in your in your Instagram feed is fine. But um, when you're posting product or when you're posting um, pictures, you can take them into Lightroom. You can use our Lightroom presets and change the white balance and change the exposure and make them all kind of have a feel and... Um, a professional look to them because they're edited, they're bright, you can see what's going on, they're not blurry, and using just more high-quality stuff so that people are attracted to your page as soon as they see it. And same with captions. A lot of the time, I'm reading through these captions and it's just like, happy Monday, hope you have a great day, and there's no value, there's no context, there's no um, nothing that makes you feel. And I have the four E's of Instagram, which are entertain, engage, educate, or encourage. So if you can't um, think of a caption that engages people or entertains or encourages people or educates people, then it's probably not worth even posting. So try to think about these things, these four E's, when you're writing a caption. Do you think someone would respond to it? Do you think someone would laugh at it or smile at it? Do you think someone would feel motivated or inspired after reading it? Or do you think they'll be educated and, you know, know a little bit more? If you're not doing any of those E's, then you're probably not creating captions that are going to stick or make a difference or change anything. So really think about your quality pictures and captions when you're posting. Number nine, along with this, is encourage engagement. We want people to not just scroll by. We want them to like it. We want them to comment on it. They want uh, We want them to look at our product on our, our website or go to our blog or look at our website so we want to encourage engagement as much as possible. So call to actions at your end of, your end of the post asking questions. And the, in the beginning, you might have to have your friends go answer those captions um, so that it looks like people are engaged and it tricks Instagram into thinking, oh, people like this content, I'm going to push it out to more. Um, it might take a little bit of forcing people to help you in the beginning because maybe you've never tried for engagement and it's going to be hard in the beginning because Instagram's not going to help you out there if you don't get a lot of engagement. Um, another thing is using polls and the Q&A box and links and product stickers and saves and shares, all that stuff in your stories. So creating polls and question boxes. A lot of people say, but no one ever asked me a question. Guys, you can go in and ask yourself a question to get things started. And I promise you, after a few questions, people will start asking questions as well. Um, another thing is encouraging people to save your posts if there's something worth saving. But like I said, if you haven't had quality captions or things that provide value, then people, why would they save, you know, someone else's qu quote that says happy Monday, you know, they're not going to save that. So come up with content that's worth saving and then encourage them to save it, encourage them to share it with their friends. Um, so really it comes down to having quality content that's worth saving and sharing. And then the engagement will naturally come a little bit more. Um, but you kind of have to force it in the beginning. If you haven't encouraged a lot of engagement or had a lot of engagement, you might need to ask a couple of your friends to come answer your questions, to save your posts, to share them, or from your other accounts, you can do that. And then the last thing, number 10, is to collaborate with other 
brands or businesses or your local community or just people, um, collaborating is really valuable. And it may be a simple collaboration, like you um, have a friend that you know has a lot of influence over people that are similar to your target market. So it doesn't have to be an influencer. It can just be maybe another mom that a lot of people look up to for advice or they share a lot of things um, that are similar to what you do. Um, Maybe you offer your service for free to them if they shout you out or if they do stories behind the scenes of you working with them. Um, Or you could, you know, find influencers to work with. I think influencers do a great job, especially if you're choosing micro-influencers that um, kind of have a really small, loyal following in your specific area or in your your niche. Um, Anyways, collaborations are really great, and I think there's a lot of value in collaborating with people that kind of get what you're doing and appreciate it, love it, value it. Um, The other thing is giveaways are great too when done right. We don't want to just give away our service or our product every single day. But if we're working with other businesses or brands that have similar followings and um, we could grow from each other's followings, then it's great to plan giveaways that make sense, add value to our followers, um, and really just help us grow along the way, help us connect with new people. Giveaways and collaborations have a lot of value and they can give us a lot of really quick growth. And then if we're after our giveaways, there's always some fall off. But if we're giving really awesome content and we're providing value and our pictures are quality and our captions are quality and all of that, then we're going to just keep those followers if they're the right followers. If they're falling off, then they're probably never going to buy. They're just there for the giveaway. So it's okay that there's some fallout. But if they stick around, we need to give them content that's worth it for them and that's going to get them to turn into actual customers. So before I end this podcast, I want to share a couple things not to do. Um, Do not post about your sales often. Like you don't need to post all the time that there's a sale or that, um, you know, things are coming up. Like if you're organic and authentic in your posts every day and you're just sharing a lot of value, every once in a while if you say, oh, by the way, our mini session list is open, go check it out. Um, Then it just doesn't feel as salesy and it gets people organically to want to work with you. If you're posting every day, mini sessions, dates, mini session dates, mini session dates, mini session dates, people are going to think you're desperate basically. Um, And that's an example obviously for photographers, but it's the same MLM. I see this more than anyone. They're always posting, do you see our two for one deal this week? Did you see the best deal we've ever had? Did you still see that um, all these three things you can get a free thing if you buy them? Like it's so much sales, 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 sales. And there's no value. There's no how to put this on, how to apply it, why it's the best, what, how it compares to what I did before, um, how I learned to use it. Like all of those are value, guys. And posting sales, 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 sales is going to contribute to zero sales, I promise you. The more sales posts you have, the less sales you're going to have, okay? Number two is use, don't use unoriginal content. Do not post graphics from other people. Like you can share those on your stories, but... um. If it's like, oh, our November sale for this makeup line and you're all using the same graphic, it's worthless. So create in Canva your own graphics. Go take a picture and edit it in Lightroom on your phone um, and use your own content. You just, just use more of your own content. Every once in a while, you can share something that someone else created. But in general, 
use original content. And the last is do not worry about your followers because the followers will come will come as you're organic, as you're doing these things, as you're being consistent, as you're focusing on who is following you, as you're being authentic and being original and encouraging your clients to share and posting about them and sharing them and providing value and bettering your skill and using quality pictures and encouraging engagement and collaborating and planning giveaways, the followers will come. Don't worry about the followers. Worry about what value you can provide now and how you can show up for who's showing up for you already. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.